Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Kiss, but we're going to go to you after we lead with Miss Ashley. Miss Ashley Brandstetter, how are you today, my dear? I'm doing well, Glenn. Thank you so much for having us. This is exciting. I love Breakfast with Champions. So like, I'm like, so pumped up. So you might get you guys might have to tell me to like, take it down a notch. <laughs> no, no, no. Level it up. Let's go take it up a notch, right? We want to take it up a notch. Uh, Ashley, I know you spent some time uh, in the room with us here as you were uh, preparing for to spend some time with me today. And I'd love did you have any thoughts or feedback on what we discussed just a little bit ago? Or, or or, or where, where, where should we start? You want to start there? Yeah, I mean, I well, what I love at the end when we were talking about gratitude, that's something I do every single morning. I, I write down three things I'm grateful for. I write down, you know, what I believe my purpose is and what God laid on my heart, my goals, all the things. But gratitude is so, it's everything. I mean, it, it's so important. It really changes your mindset. So I, I was just like, I loved when you were talking about that. Before that, I was getting my girls ready for school. Um, but 
I just think that that is one of the most important things that we can do, even on times like I'm not going to lie to you. We have been struggling lately. Just things have been going wrong. <laughs> like we're just in one of those times, like things are not going long, wrong. So when you were saying you're not alone, I was like, thank goodness it is, <laughs> you know, like it, it's nice to know we're not alone and neither are you guys. And that's one thing that I've, I've built my business, Ashley Faye Designs, the shopping network side on the fact that I don't want to be a highlight reel. I want to be a real person. The videos of me that have exploded the most are when I get on just very authentic. I get a God prompting. I hop on and I share something that's on my heart when I have no makeup on or wet hair or y'all one got shared all over the place. I had a dang hole in my shirt. Um, <laughs> but I share with them all of it, like the struggle, all of it, because I want people to know they're not alone. So I, I appreciated that this morning because you look at people's Instagrams, you look at people's Facebook and you see how well they're doing. And you're just thinking like, man, like I'm struggling. Like, what are they doing that I'm not, but you're missing so much of the behind the scenes and the struggle. And so I try to show that part. And I try to show people how grateful I am even through the hard times. Um, but I just thought that was really special. It was really beautiful, Quinn. Thank you, Ashley. I appreciate that. And I would love for you to uh, share uh, with the audience. So we talked earlier about how, you know, the miracles in what's left, right? Take a look around. What do, what, what, what's left? It's not in the things that you lost or the things you yet to have. It's, it's, it's right here. And so this season, this last 18 months has, has been uh, an interesting season for all and a challenging season, I believe, for all. Uh, what is, in your personal um, situation, what has this season meant to you and what has come, like what have you learned and what has come out of it? I mean, so last year, Ashley Faye Designs, because it was an online shopping network, it took off, you guys. I mean, I can't deny that. For us, you know, it took off because people were home. But what really, really transpired through this is a tribe, a group of women that are saying, I'm going to believe in collaboration. I'm going to believe in abundance. And I'm going to push out people who are doing the same thing as me because we need community. Like that's what we learn most is that yes, the shopping side of the network took off, but also we were on sharing our stories and connecting with people and just making sure that people had someone to talk to. We, we have been live on Ashley Faye Designs. If you guys go over there right now, someone's probably live. <laughs> Um, if you go over there right now, someone's probably live sharing their story because what we learned is our customers so well you know half the time we don't call them customers we call them the Ashley Faye army because of how well we know them but this past year has just really brought me to a space of like believing in abundance between women who are doing the exact same thing as me and believing that community hope bringing hope to people means so much and so you know that's what like I said, we're live all the time. That's that's one of the best ways we have found to kind of connect with people and bring that hope and bring that encouragement because it's been tough for people. You know, it's been tough on our family just with Brian being in the military and now he's out and, you know, I don't know what to do with him because he's home. <laughs> so it's just this big weird thing. So a lot of things have changed in the past two years. It's been crazy. It's been crazy, but we're grateful for where we are. And I'm definitely grateful for all the women and the boutiques that have taken a chance on me and that share their story. It takes a lot to be vulnerable and to put yourself out there and, and connect with people online like that, but we doing it. So here we are. <laughs> I, I love it. And I, I love that you guys are really, really, really focused on creating community, even though it's virtual, right? Even though it's, digital you're still creating that space to have that community now you've also come together with marcus to put together some 
uh, live events as well, right? So you're serving people hope online and offline. Tell me a little bit about where that came from and what's that all about? Yeah, so Ashley Faye Designs is a shopping network. And I told my my women on there, I, like it was one of the very first lives. I said, I don't want to be in production forever. One day I want to be a speaker. It's like this weird thing, this thing I always wanted to do. And I kept that like the whole time. Well, last year in June, um, I felt like God was telling me I should put on my own conference. Like, girl, you've gotten some virtual stages, but you haven't gotten a real stage. Just make your own, right? Like, that's kind of how I was feeling. I was like, okay. So I decided to put on this conference. I really thought it was just going to be Ashley Faye Designs, um, my boutiques, plus all of our customers who have connected with us over that past year during COVID. I kind of thought that's what it would be. And then I got on Clubhouse. And I met Nate and Kelsey and the social media show and Marcus Black. And Marcus and I, we connected. And I shared with him the vision that God kind of gave me. And I asked him just to be a speaker. That's how it started. I was like, would you like to be a speaker? I think that you would connect with these women. It'd be awesome. He said yes. Um, somehow, before Denver, we connected on such a deep level like I really got to share with him my vision of, Ash, of of embrace your ambition and tell him like I know what it's like to feel broken and stuck and I want to help people I want to bring hope to people right I want to show people what is possible if they can add if they take a step and add God into their business and have faith in what they can do and it was just like divine intervention we just thought we should do this together like, here he is. This is what you've needed the whole time. And so I asked him, I was like, you want to do another one with me? Like, you want to make this a thing? And so we decided to do one in Dallas. And while we were in Denver in June, it was absolute magic breakthrough. The best way I can describe it is that God was in every moment orchestrating everything that happened. I have been to a lot of conferences and something about this was so special. And we do a lot of small things around the outside, I think, that adds to that. But Marcus felt it, too. I know he did, and I know he's going to tell you. Um, but we got to announce Dallas while we were in Denver, and we told people, like, this is a thing. We're doing Dallas October 14th through the 17th next year. We want to do Florida. We can't release the date yet. We also have to talk to you about that, Glenn. Um, and, and other places in international. And we just truly want to make an impact and bring hope to people. I want to have mission trips. I have like this massive vision for Embrace Your Ambition, which is crazy because if you guys would have asked me, you know, three, four years ago before Ashley Faye Designs took off when I was just doing kind of the production side, I would have never had the guts to dream this big. But now I dream so big and so crazy and so limitless because I just I know what I'm capable of with God in my business and with Marcus Black as my partner, y'all. <laughs> I love it. What is it with you clubhouse ladies taking speakers and then all of a sudden turning it into uh, doing events together? Sarah McCord did that with me. I was speaking originally. Next thing you know, we're partners in crime. Uh, it's crazy. That's crazy. That's awesome, though. I love that you leaned in, that you're expanding your horizons, that you're serving people in such an incredible way. So this event is October 14th through 17th. And um, you said that you met Marcus here on Clubhouse and originally a speaker and that ultimately expanded into a, a shared vision. And you guys are now doing this together. And so we kind of got Ashley's story of how you guys got here. I'd love to hear from Marcus. Uh, Marcus, take us back to what you were doing uh, maybe before this particular season and then the things that you've kind of learned and the direction that it's taking you now. Man, I love it, man. What up, family? How you doing, sir? <laughs> so good. So good. I'm so honored to be here with you, man. You're uh one of those up and coming, incredible, impactful. I know 40 years from now, I'll be listening to Marcus Black videos from the past uh, for decades to come. And you've just got something special about you. So excited to spend time with you today, you and Ashley. Man, I appreciate that. That really means the world to me. And uh, ultimately, I'll take you back. And so <laughs> this season has been hard, to say the least. I'm going to keep it real and be honest. 
but my entire life has been hard. And if you reflect over yours, there's been a lot of difficulties and hardships you faced in your life too. So going back to what you were talking about before, that entire segment was so powerful because everybody feels it and we don't talk about it. And if you don't intentionally create space where you can begin to process the things that you have experienced, that is a recipe for you to break down. I didn't even plan that. That's just what came out of my heart. So thank you for creating the space where we can really talk about real things, things that matter, things that are happening around us. And, man, it's crazy because I did some crazy stuff, man. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Nipsey Hussle, R.I.P.'s Mr. Aramis. Uh, and he, he literally said, listen, if you want to slice, you got to roll the dice. So in life, <laughs> I mean, the biggest risk takers often are the people, you know, no risk, no reward. Those are the people who are able to do some incredible things. My pastor... My, Mr. Mikey T, Michael Todd from Transformation Church has a, released a new book, Crazy Faith. And that's what I got. So it was crazy faith that caused me to walk away from my job. I was working as a director of discipleship for a main church in Oklahoma City, doing a lot of things over a lot of people. And they had a whole plan for me and my future that I didn't have for myself. And I started feeling these promptings in my gut from God, like this, like, it's like I was on a parallel road, like this is great thing, but this is not what I have for you. And so I walked away from that. So I walked away from that just a year prior to COVID. And I walked away from security. I walked away from my future. I walked away from insurance for my, I mean, I walked away from a lot in order to build a platform that didn't even exist. I was going to build something that didn't exist, but I knew it's what I was supposed to do. So I was willing to go all in and my wife trusted me. I don't know why, but she did. No, I'm kidding. I do know why. We got a lot of years experience together. She's seen my character over the years. She knew I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize us. So we walked away from that. And I started working uh, urban in urban missions. Many of you guys helped me with that on Clubhouse. Thank you very much. Taking care of people. So I'm just taking you through this journey. And as soon as a year into this, you know, I went all in. I invested in myself. I secured a coach, Mr. Trent Shelton, who's also keynoting at this event in Dallas. My brother, my friend now, really close. He's coming through. And I started saying, man, look, I'm trying to be where you are. I'm trying to make a maximum impact. I don't want to die, like Les Brown said, and be in hell because I met the person that I was supposed to become. I met my greatest potential after I died. I didn't leave it all on the table. So I need you to help me. Tell me what I don't know. I'm teachable. Like, I'm putty. Mold me. And he started giving me everything. Everything. The whole blueprint. How to build a community. Started taking me to places, making introductions. And so he was the person who introduced me to Clubhouse. Hold on, hold on, yep. hold, yep. on. hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to back up a little bit here. Hold on, because you just in, in a couple sentences, you glazed over the fund, which how much money did you end up raising on Clubhouse for that organization? Uh, north of $55,000. Golly, dude. In 48 hours. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So here's what we need to do real quick. We got we got to break that down because that was something that came that that we didn't know where that came from. And then and then then you mentioned Trent Shelton all of a sudden in your life. Like how did that happen? Next thing you know, you're talking about Les Brown being your buddy. Like whoa 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 Trent Les 55k. I mean, hold on, man. You just glazed over all of that. Like, I, I, there, there's some, there's some special in that. There, that, that's magical stuff right there, right? Those yes, are sir. miracles. Those are the miracles that come from what's left. And so, I'd love to to learn a little bit more. Uh, talk to us just a little bit about the, um, the fund, how that came together, and the spirit in that. And then all of a sudden, these connections with Trent Shelton and, and Les Brand. Absolutely, man. So. It, I love the way you put this, and I appreciate you slowing me down because I was like, I don't know how much time we have. I'm just trying to get to it all. So here we go. Backtrack. I work for a nonprofit. When I left my job, I went to a nonprofit. If you don't know about nonprofits, you're definitely not about to get rich, but it was congruent with my vision to serve. And everybody's talking about problems, but few people want to be a part of the solution. And in the inner cities, everybody, I, we, come on now, let's keep it real. There's been a lot of racial tension over the last 18 months, compacting with COVID. There's been a lot of people talking about, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? And I'm like, listen, man, there's a lot of stuff happening in inner cities that you aren't aware of. 
uh, that the news isn't running to highlight people like me who are on the front lines every week teaching these kids emotional resilience. I mean, teaching these kids how to overcome the adversities they face, how to respond to trauma and meeting physical, practical needs. And my organization does that. And because of COVID, and I live in Oklahoma City, so we were hit double. Not only did COVID smack the economy, also oil and gas took a hit too. If you guys noticed last year, your gas got really, really cheap. That's good for most everybody, but not Oklahoma. That's bad because all of the companies who are in that business suffered. So that's most of our donors. So they were backing out. We were losing funding left and right. We all took pay cuts, and we were this close to having to close our doors. Oh, 50%, north of 50% of nonprofits in Oklahoma closed during COVID. We didn't want to be one. And so they were trying to get creative for ways to see what we're doing and to support. And I had gained a little bit of influence on Clubhouse and made some powerful connections with people like you all. So I said, hey, listen, um, I was, I'm was i going to go to my family. They were like, well, find some people around. If you can just every little bit counts. And I said, man, I think I know another way. I'm not going to lie. They discouraged me. They didn't want me to do this. <laughs> They were like, well, no, we this, this is a more guarantee. We don't know if that's going to work, but I just had crazy faith. I think you're going to hear a recurring theme in everything that I'm about to tell you is I had crazy faith. And I came here, and it was several faces I'm looking at even on this stage. And I know even you contributed, Mr. Glenn. So many people poured into that. And I just said, I'm going to bring my community together on Clubhouse, and I'm not going to go to sleep until we hit a goal. Now, I had a much smaller goal, but Kelsey Stark set a much larger goal for me. Because each school, I have eight schools in the inner city here that I work with, my team. I'm responsible for one. So I came here to meet the one school goal. Kelsey was like, no, we're going to meet all eight. So the others don't even, it don't matter what they do. We're going to make sure your team is funded, your school, these kids get what they need. And so I literally didn't, I slept maybe two and a half hours and 48 hours. And I invited my friend, Justina Valentine. We had connected on this app, and she's here all the time with the champions, wilding out MTV. She's incredible. I said, yo, sis, I said, I need you. I said, I'm doing a fundraiser for the kids. If you could pull up for like 10 minutes, that would mean everything. I just start reaching out to people, poets, artists, and said, let's just do a, like a, what's the thing called? Like a telethon on Clubhouse. And so many people pulled up for me, so many people all over, like the United Kingdom. I got donors from like 30 or 40 countries. I mean, people from all over the world were sending funds, were supporting this mission. Justina performs at the beginning and the end. Uh, Uncle G right here, his company sent something. He helped pop off some stuff, too. But doing like an auction, like, yo, who commitments? Who can do this? Who can help? John Legere. I mean, just it was insane. My mind, I cried. Like, my mind was so blown and overwhelmed. Because what you guys saw was this big amount of money we're able to raise. But what I saw is kids who feel like the world is against them and feel like no one cares, including their parents. No one cares when the world is against them. When you felt COVID and you felt a little insecurity, I had a kid sleeping on the street with nowhere to go, and it was 30 degrees. And I said, why didn't you call me, bro? He said, because with what phone? Like, how am I going to call you? He didn't even have access to get to me. Like, so they got to see that people who they will never, ever meet likely in this world care. And so we were able to do that on this app. And that, that was a miracle. And I'm grateful for every single one of you who contributed to that. Awesome. It's unbelievable, man. Absolutely unbelievable. And I love that you just leaned it in. I love that you had people around you that pushed you to even higher levels. And we ain't doing one school. We doing all eight schools. And then I love there's gold in there, too, for everybody in the room. Like, think about that, right? He created something from nothing other than passion and heart. And his passion and heart and the way that he serves people caused people to rally around him, right? Big people, right? Justina Valentine, Grant Cardone, to rally around him, John Ledger, right? To support what he had, uh, what he had going and ultimately the ability to make such a powerful, powerful impact. So you can leverage this platform in many ways, right? To make it to make a difference. It's not just a place that you're gonna like it's not just a place that you have to come and you have to sell something, or it's not just a place that you can come and end up wasting time and not being productive. It's a place where you can really dive in, build relationships, and then start to create some amazing things. So you did that, you met up with Trent Shelton and Les Brown. You wanna share how that kind of happened with us real quick? And yeah, take man. Us so to, take us from there to Trent being a part of this amazing event that you get nationally got going on in October. Yeah. So 
so the crazy faith is when I left my job a month before I actually I was looking around the industry to find the person that I wanted to most closely emulate and it was him and uh because of his heart it's because of who he is as a person and I saw that I had been following him for years and I just crazy faith I reached out to him but I didn't reach like everybody else with the handout I didn't reach saying hey can you help me I want to be you I reached saying hey I got a big dream and a lot of heart and a lot of passion. I've been through a lot of stuff and I'm looking for somebody that I can model work after that I can literally learn from. So can I come to your next event, pay my own way to be there, move some boxes, some tables, some chairs set up, tear down. I just need to be in the room where it happens because one day I got a big dream and a vision because I had gone to one of his, his events before and met him. Uh, as a VIP so I was that's the really the only connection we had and I just went all in and I sent him an email and I said hey I'll do whatever it takes I'll send you a thousand dollars I ain't have a thousand dollars but I was gonna send him a thousand dollars just to pour into his ministry and pay to be at the event and sweep the floors and fold the tables and whatever I could do and his his assistant hit me up and said hey we got your message she said I'm going to be honest with you, Trent is very selective with his inner circle and who he allows into his space. What he preaches, he practices. This is real. She said, so don't get your hopes up. But if you really want, I can run it by him. And if he says yes, she told me a number that it was going to be. So, and then there's that. And I have none of it, but crazy faith, right? I said, I don't care. I'm going for it. Yes, please run it by him. She said, okay, I will. Don't get your hopes up. Five minutes later, after she sent him the message, he said yes. She hit me back and said, he said, he remembers you. He remembers your heart. He wants to work with you. Send him your goals immediately. So we that was January of 2019. We started working together. He started pouring into me. So we just built a relationship over years of me being there for him and him being there for me. And there's some incredible parts of that story that I say for another day. But we realized me and him knowing each other was bigger than either of us uh, through some things that he went through in this last year that I got to be there for him and I got to pour into him. And so that was all bigger than us. That was definitely a God thing. So that's how me and him became close. And then I get to Clubhouse and, you know, doors started opening. He opened doors for me. He put me on stages with people. He said, hey, man, you really need to take advantage of this platform because your voice in your heart, your voice in your heart. And I started using my voice in my heart to pour in the people on this app left and right. The growth was astronomical. Like it started happening so fast and five days into the app. I wound up in a clubhouse room with Mr. Les Brown <laughs> and he had a room on this app and it literally was called 60 seconds to inspire us in 2021. And he was looking for speakers, looking for people to train and develop to con continue in his legacy. And I waited all day. I sat all day and I waited. It was over 12 hours before my turn came because Mr. Les Brown is a storyteller and he's telling stories between every person. And it was amazing. It was powerful, but my time came and when my time came, I was like Alexander Hamilton. I am a mega Hamilton fan. I am not throwing away my shot. And I breathed fire at two o'clock in the morning and I poured my whole heart and soul out to the people in that room. And he said, boy, you have a gift. <laughs> and he said some things to me the next day. I joined the program so I can be mentored and developed by one of the greatest. And next thing you know, he's calling me on my phone and we, he said, man, you got something special. He said, you, you have a tremendous gift and I'm honored to be a part of it. He said, I'm, I'm honored to consider you my spiritual son. All of this came from clubhouse. Do you hear me where you are right now? You sitting in this room right now. You gather at the breakfast table every day. All of that happened through this app. Keep showing up, keep raising your hand, keep building connections figuring out how you can serve, and then your wildest dreams can begin to come true. So I literally did an event with him in New York City that was crazy. It was remarkable. It was so great to be there. But, um, yeah, so I said a lot. I don't know if you want to say anything, and then I can tell you how Trent got <laughs> I, I, uh There's just so much, man. You keep dropping so much. Like the fact that you sat 12 hours to get your shot, right? And the fact that you were prepared, you were ready to take that shot. I think it's important, right? A lot of times we think we're not, you know, we don't do enough preparation. So when the shot comes, the opportunity comes, we're not prepared for it. A lot of us don't have the patience to sit and wait 12 hours to get 60 seconds, right? I want you guys to think about that for just a second. Would you be willing to wait? I don't, I took my kid to uh, Universal Studios. And I didn't want to wait in a line 
for 20 minutes because I knew the ride was only going to last 60 seconds. This man waited 12 hours for 60 seconds, right? And these are the types of things. These are the clues that you got to pick up. That's why we create these bre these uh, breakfast tables so we can have these conversations so you can pick up any crumbs that fall over on the floor, right? These crumbs of success because that's where it's at. It's in all these little tiny things, right? Marcus is talking about serving first. Just keep raising your hand. Find a way to serve. Find a way to connect. He also talked about just committing, right? Oh, I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I got faith. Oh, it's, he's going to be how much? Okay, we'll figure it out. I just know that somehow, some way, I got to be in line with this. He also talked about investing in a mentor. And not just any mentor, but one that's doing the thing that you want to do that have reached some of the levels you know you can reach. If you've been in this room any amount of time, you've heard that before, right? So, so many powerful, powerful, powerful things. Okay, so a little bit backstory on Ashley, a little bit of backstory on Marcus. So, so I can wrap that up, um, and this just hit. So basically, Clubhouse happens and things are taken off, and you guys heard a bit of that. But as I met Mr. Les Brown and as Trent was introducing me to powerful people in the personal development industry, my stock began to rise. And so a lot of people began to reach out to me. And Nate Forrest was one of those people, and he invited me to be a part of the social media show, which was remarkable. And he told me, it's funny, we laugh about it now. He said, I didn't think he would come. I seen you hanging out with Trent Shelton and these guys. He was like, I know Trent's, Trent's too busy for us. This guy's probably too busy for us, too, but I'll ask him anyway. Maybe he'll pop in once in a while. And he didn't know that I would become an actual regular, but I did because I found a family with these guys. They became family, literal family. And so I noticed, though, like, Ashley Faye, I would listen to her, and I listened to her from day one, and the thing that stood out to me about her was that her message was the same from day one. She never changed. What she said was the same no matter who was around. Her consistency and her heart shined bright like a diamond, and so I didn't, I wasn't paying her attention, but I was. It's like I could hear her. I could hear her heart, and that was cool. So when all these people started seeing and started reaching out, and I had a lot of people reaching out want to partner on different things. Let's partner on this. Let's partner on that. Let's partner on this. Can you do this? Let's do this. And people were promising me all of these things, riches, fame, and fortune. When Ashley Faye reached out to me, she came with such a, a humility. And she just said, I don't even, I honestly think you're out of my league, but I'm shooting my shot. And I was like, stop it. I'm not a nobody's league. I'll never be that guy. But her heart was again, consistent. And we met in this show, and by the time she asked me, did I want to do this, I had six months of data of watching her be consistent, watching her care, watching her love, watching her support, watching her show up, watching her grind, watching her work ethic for months. For me to be, it was the easiest yes I've ever had to say. And she was like, but I can't promise you what these other people can promise you. I can't promise you riches and fame. All I got is a big heart and a big dream and a big vision. And I said, that's all that you need, because that's what I got as well. And it literally was a divine appointment. So that's how we got to where we are. So hopefully that tees up where we're going. Ashley, why Marcus? There's a lot of people on the app. You had this vision. Why Why Marcus? Why did you reach out to him? So first I reached out to him. I was like, man, I'd love to speak. I It was in my heart. I had that negative 54 story. I just wanted to help women see that they're not broken, that they can get up and do things. And I, I didn't know how. So I reached out to him. I was like, I'd love to be a speaker. I'd love, you know, for you to coach me with every intention of, of just paying him to be a coach for me. Um, and then I, we kind of got to talking and I asked him to come and do just a very simple lesson in my academy for all my boutiques to kind of get them fired up. He did. They fell in love with him. It's like all I heard about for like still. Like they still are in love with Marcus Black. <laughs> and so for like still. <laughs> yeah. For like still. Like it's still a thing. They get so excited when Marcus pops in. Um, because now he pops in often. Like, what a crazy world. But it was like such a highlight, right? Like we had Marcus Black in our academy. It's so cool. And then I man, I don't know what it was. I just thought. I'm going to ask him to speak. I know I can't afford him right now, but I'm going to ask him anyway. My my financial advisor was very adamant that I don't mix funds between Ashley Faye Designs and Embrace Your Ambition. And she even said, she's like, I don't think we can afford him. But I reached out to him anyway. He said yes. But here's what made everything happen, you guys. 
is that after he said yes and he was going to show up as a speaker, that's all he needed to do. All he had to do was come to, to Denver and speak. But he started messaging me and calling me and asking me, what can I do to help you? And I like at some point, I probably just broke down because it's not easy putting on an event for all you guys <laughs> that have been done. It's really hard. It's really stressful. And I probably broke down at some point to him. And then he we just connected. I mean, it. I can't even describe the way we connected and it, it just changed things for me. And he saw me and I'll tell him this all the time and I don't want to get emotional. I prayed for so long that someone would just see me like I have a story and I have a heart and I, I just want to help people and I want to serve. And he saw me. And for me, that was everything. And then sitting with him in Denver and crying with him and just knowing what we were doing was something so special and beautiful. And then watching our babies, our, our kids all got to meet and watching our babies connect the way they did. It was like we saw the future and how we wanted to incorporate family into embracing our mission and just take this thing as far as God will let us go. Because we'll tell everyone we're just the vessels, you know, and for all those people who have something on their heart and you're asking, like, are you sure it's me? I've been there, too, saying, God, are you sure I'm the one? It's you. If it's on your heart, it is you. You are chosen. You've got to stand up and take a step. That's all. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So talk to me about the last, the first, which was your last, your previous, <laughs> embrace your ambition. I'm not, I'm not wording it right, but it was your first event. So talk to us about that experience so that people can get an idea of what to expect if they attend your event coming up here in a couple of weeks in Dallas. Oh my gosh. It was so much more than I could have imagined, but I will tell you it was not perfect, but it had purpose. So one thing I'm really big on is making people, I want everyone to feel so wanted and so welcomed and, and just feel so worthy. So my husband and I made these beautiful prayer walls, we handmade everything. I, I don't know why, but to me, that means something too, is that we put in all this time to kind of, um, to make things. Cause I'm, I'm particular about stuff. <laughs> My husband loves it. So we have these beautiful prayer walls where you get to write down your prayer. And then the speakers, we stay after one night and we legitimately stand there and pray over them. And we write a note to you about what we prayed over for you. And so you get to take that home with you. But I just thought that was really special. We have a take what you need wall that has different things. Like if you are, you need courage, you take a courage slip. And it's, it's crazy. Cause that was such a small thing that I wanted to add, but I have people sending me pictures of their little slips that have, quotes or Bible verses on it that they kept from our event because it meant something. We do prayer circles. Um, I y'all at the, at Denver, this is what blew my mind. I think is that God was so in things that speakers kind of changed what they were talking about last minute, just because they felt something. And Marcus, I know has a really good story on that, so I won't get into it, but he used us for his his good. Like, so I, I'm just going to put this out there and I tell everybody <laughs> I am a little bit of a mess, but I'm a great mess. You guys will love me. I promise. But I said a curse word on stage on Saturday, not a bad one, just the S word. And then Saturday night I was prompted to do an altar call on Sunday. And I said, Lord, are you sure? Like you don't want Marcus to do this or Alexander or, you know, someone that didn't just curse on stage. And I heard him say, it has to be you. Come as you are. I love you. I love you in in everything that you are, you know, and, and it has to be you because you're going to show people that they can do these things, right? No matter what, no matter how many mistakes they've made or no matter how they feel or whether they think it's them or not, they can do it. We had people literally accept God at the conference. You guys, I'm not going to call them out, but to have people come up and be like, I came here, you know, for this reason and, and then I accepted God and just the things that happened. My favorite moment, and I know I'm talking about a lot and I get just very excited, but my favorite moment of the entire event, I think everyone on here will, will clap their mics, was Carrington. Y'all, my daughter Carrington <laughs> was the most beautiful thing I think I've ever seen in my life. She walked up on stage and just started crying. And I thought, darn it, she's not going to be able to do this. She had this 15-minute segment 
I was like, she's not going to be able to do this. And I ran up in front and I sat down and I looked at her and she took a deep breath. And then she gave the most beautiful speech that inspired every single person in that room. Everyone was crying by the end of the speech. And when she walked off, this was the part that just broke mama. She said, I said, baby, you did it. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, I saw you. And then I felt Jesus next to me and I knew I was okay. And I was like, that's how you know, like one, I'm raising her right. I'm raising them all right. <laughs> but two, we have something special and that's it. I, that's all I can describe it as is just this, it, it's special. It's different. So that's all I get. <laughs> I love it. I think that's beautiful. Marcus, share with me the uh, answer to that same question. Tell me about that last experience and what they're going to get when they, when they come out in uh, Dallas here in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, man. Shout out to you, Ashley Faye. That was dope. And uh, now, uh, now I get to be, so now I get to take the mask off and now I'm going to keep it real with y'all. So, and you probably hear a different tone of my voice than you're used to because that's how the level of introspection I feel as I unpack what I'm about to share with you. Um, when Ashley Faye asked me to do that, it was, I was like, done for you. you got a great heart. I'm coming through. And I wholeheartedly intended on going and breathing life. I'm about to light this stage on fire and make sure everybody feels equipped and ready to go change their world. That's what I had planned to do. So first of all, if you guys are in the space, so if you guys are in a space where you are thinking that I got something big, I got another level, even if you've already attained or achieved success, there's another level that I can get to. I just need a little push. I just need a Sometimes you just need to get in the room with other people, with other movers and shakers, where they can give you some little tactical, practical things that can help you level up. Sometimes it's the network of the people around you that you get to meet that transforms everything. Or maybe you got the dream in your heart and you've been playing small because you were taught to play small because people, it's so many people who never max out and never go for what they want. They just live and go through the mundane existence of going and working and paying bills, going and working and paying bills. Like, well, it's just what I got to do. Is it? Because there's a dream inside your heart, something so much bigger. And I'm a person who walked it out at every step, who left behind my stability to build something new and got that tenfold what I walked away from because of the crazy faith I had. And because I'm going to tell a story at the end, Mr. Glenn, that is in perfect congruence with what you talked about earlier, with what's left. Oh, man. Woo! I got but I'm going to save that for the end. But I went to Denver ready to light stages on fire to bless people, to pour into people. And I got there not knowing it was me who needed to be changed. I didn't know, but God knew. And a crazy through a crazy set of circumstances, there were only two songs on my playlist that... I had this whole playlist. I was ready. My Get Hype playlist so I can go light up the stage. All my music was gone. But these two songs that I listened to them, and one of them was You Don't Know by Zacardi Cortez. You don't know what I've been through. And I listened to that song on the plane ride to Denver, and I began to break thinking about the things that I've been through. And the second song was Million Little Miracles by Maverick City and Elevation Worship. <laughs> And when I heard those songs back to back, I began to cry uncontrollably on the plane. I cried so hard because I felt like God was trying to speak to me and I needed to change my speech. I changed my speech the day before the event. I changed the whole direction because God spoke. But this is what you don't know. I told you I was a mega church pastor for five years, but that experience, while it was great and it was good, it also burned me and hurt me in ways that I can never fathom explaining to you that you probably couldn't understand. And I found myself severed, my tie, my relationship to God severed for the first time in a while. And what Ashley Faye didn't know is that my, I, even though I still believe God was there, there was a disconnect and there was no flow between me and God in communication for over a year. And I was just fighting and struggling to survive without the life source, the life spring, the wellspring of life. 
And when I went to that event and I changed my speech and I got on that stage and I started my speech with that first song, You Don't Know, and I ended my speech with Million Little Miracles with, in essence, me preaching over the track while people's eyes were closed and their hands were over their hearts and they're taking in this message and I'm letting them know that it's not a coincidence that you're here. It's not a coincidence that you're in this room right now listening to this message that everything you've ever been through, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent, all work together for something so great. Even if you haven't gotten there yet, it's still coming. I'm on the stage giving them my whole heart and soul. And I literally said, you can look at the mountains, the vastness of the beautiful mountains, the depths of the ocean that you will never see, and all the detail and the splendor that there is that exists in the world, the most unique, insane, incredible, remarkable beauty. And in all of that, God still said when he was done that only one thing was missing. And the thing that was missing from the picture was you. And I equated every single person in that room to being the million, one of the God's million little miracles. And so many people who have been carrying weight, so many people have been carrying the baggage and the bondage of the last at the time year, but 18 months now of COVID, of racial tension, of loss, of grief, of pain, of doubt, of loss of income, all of these people who have been carrying all of this death on their shoulders literally released it and I watched it happen in front of me. And I looked across a room full of people weeping and hugging each other, realizing that we're still alive and it ain't over and this is a miracle and God is a miracle and he's ready to do a miracle in your life. And I remember seeing that and becoming overwhelmed with emotion because for the first time I felt that connection, that reconnect to God. <laughs> and I had to go away and I went up to my room and I fell to my knees and all I could do was cry overwhelmingly. And I probably cried for the next month straight, but that's when I knew that was the moment. I went all in, that was the moment. I knew that this wasn't a coincidence and that I was supposed to work with Ashley Faye and she don't even realize she discounts herself, but it was her faith to do something she didn't know how to do. It was her faith to step up and go and create something that didn't exist. It was her faith to ask me, even though she thought I was out of her league, all of that, that reconnected her faith, mended the brokenness in my heart and rebuilt the tie between myself and God. So if you heard everything I just said, <laughs> and you've experienced any pain, any grief, any doubt, any worry, any fear, and you know that there's still something that you got left to give, but you don't know how to give it, or there's been something holding you back and you need to be broken from that. You need to be healed from that brokenness, or you need to shed the weight that you've been carrying on your shoulders and on your head. Come and get in the room where it happens. And what I guarantee you, if they thought what I had in Denver was powerful, what's coming in Dallas is, oh my God, it's about to be ugly crying and i hope you okay i know y'all gonna come beautiful and pretty and made up but i'm gonna make you ugly cry and i can guarantee it because where we about to go is about to get real powerful so yeah that's that's what that's what you can expect to experience there will be some business and some practical some practices some people coming who have done some incredible things some social media tips some people who have blown up and can help you leverage and get the word out but most importantly your mind and your heart will be changed and you're going to be ready to go all in on yourself. Woo. Yeah. All right. You better be bringing me a handkerchief, Marcus. <laughs> That's incredible, man. Powerful. Incredible. Ashley, if I want to go to the event, how do I do that? Yeah. So you can definitely DM us if you want some more information, but if you go to EYACon.com, we have tickets there. We have two options. You can pay in full or you can set up four equal payments through Sezzle. Um, and so, you know, it makes it a little easier. It makes it more obtainable. We are completely out of premier tickets, but we do have VIP and general admission left. And we have a virtual option. I tend to forget that we, we have the virtual. We do, though. So if you absolutely can't make it to Dallas, have no fear because next year we've already got multiples planned. Though I think you should come because I think there's something about getting in on like the ground level of something like you just know is going to be really big and being there on the ground level and saying you got to do that. Um, but if you can't, the virtual options on there too, it's a little bit further down 
of the page, but it is there. So those are your options, eyacon.com. I love it. And I love the heart that you two have. It is clearly a divine connection uh, between the two of you and the impact that you're making in other people's lives is it's spectacular, man. It's spectacular. So I'm excited to have conversations uh, with you uh, in regards to other things <laughs> um, that we can do, other things that we can do. So we are about out of time. Jump on DM Ashley or DM Marcus. Get more details. Get your rear ends over there to Dallas if you can make that or do the virtual option at the very, 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 very least. Uh, you definitely want to get the uh, virtual because I know that's going to be an incredible experience. Mark, who's all going to be? Um, who's all speaking? Man, we got we got a list of incredible rock stars. Many of which are right. Look, I see them flashing right now. But of course, you know, keynoting we got my brother and my friend Trent Shelton. That guy's everywhere. He literally just opened up Funnel Hacker with Russell Brunson. He kicked that off, so he was the first one out the gate. This guy's coming in to breathe life. On Friday night, we also have Devin Steele, who is a former NFL superstar. If you don't know who he is, he I literally was watching this happen, and he, he walked away from the game because his daughter developed stage four cancer, and he walked away at the peak of his game to help her fight for her life. She did survive. Every That's the question I always get. Um, but now he's one of the biggest child cancer advocates uh, in the country, and that's what he does. He literally just spoke about raising awareness for child cancer advocacy at the White House. So he's speaking with us. Amberly Lago, if you don't know her testimony, my God, these are our keynotes. Like, she had an incredibly horrific accident. She's had over 30 reconstructive surgeries to save her leg, and that ain't even the, be the best part of the story. And I'm not going to give it away. You have to be there to hear it. And so, and as well as like the people on this stage, many of them, Tamara speaking, Kelsey Stark, Nate Forrest Brook. I mean, it's like we got all these Ashley Faye and myself. We about to come on, man. And along with a, a other, a, a many other cast of incredible, incredible characters. And of course, uh, hopefully you soon one day once we have that conversation. So we got some things we already got cooked up to talk to you about. We love to have you there, but but we want you guys to be in the room where it happens uh, because. I want to share this, Glenn. It's just what's on my heart. And you talked about the with what's left, right? The magic and how that happens. But in a similar, I, I think of, I, it reminds me, and I, if I can sum up everything we are and what we're about, um, I think of Jesus feeding the multitude, the 5,000. And I remember a conversation that's happening between Jesus and his disciples. So if you don't know what a disciple is, they're just followers. They're students of a teacher. Fancy words, but everybody doesn't believe the same. So it's a teacher and the students, and and there's all these people who are hungry, and they're like, "Yo, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna feed these people? What are we gonna do? We don't know how we're gonna take care of all of these people." And Jesus says, "What do you have?" And the first thing they go to, we don't got nothing. We just said, like, we don't know what we're gonna do. They're freaking out. And he said, "You you didn't hear my question." He never asked, "What don't you have?" He said, what do you have? And how often do you focus on what you don't have? How often do you focus on what you lost? How often do you focus on the deficit rather than starting with what you do have, with what's left, with the little you got? And it was a kid that said, I got some lunch. He said, thank you, somebody, for answering my question. I didn't ask you what you don't have. I said, what do you have in your business? Well, I don't have this, and I don't have access to these people, and I don't have marketing. Don't stop talking about what you don't have. What do you have? And the kid gave Jesus lunch and then he fed 5,000 plus with it. Because if you're willing to put the gift on the table, there's a multiplier. And we want you to come put your gift on the table, whatever it is. Let us pray over it. Get broke off by all these incredible speakers and watch God multiply your efforts. Straight up. Back to you, bro. I love it, bro. I absolutely love it. Marcus, Ashley, you two are both incredible, phenomenal, amazing human beings. And so what I'm going to do is on that note, we're going to be handing it over to Kelsey here in just a second. Uh, but before we do... All my life I've been carried by grace 
Don't ask me how, cause I can't explain It's nothing short of a miracle I'm here got some blessings that I don't deserve. I've got some scars, but that's how you learn. It's nothing short of a miracle I'm here. I think it over and it doesn't matter. I know it comes from above. I've got miracles on miracles, a million little miracles. Yeah, miracles on miracles, count your miracles. One, two, three, four, I can't even count them all. steady so I wouldn't give up. You opened doors that nobody could shut. I hope I never get over what you've done. I want to live with an open heart. I want to live like I know who It's not coincidence and it's not like I know it comes from above. I've got miracles on miracles, a million little miracles. Miracles on miracles, count your miracles. One, two, three, four, I can't even count them. Marcus and Ashley. Flash those mics for Marcus and Ashley. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. So, so, so much for who you are. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to Marcus Ashley. Unless you have anything else, I'm going to hand it over to Kelsey. Uh, yeah, I talked to Kelsey. Uh, after you did that, man, I can't not speak up. Sorry. I My eyes, man. Oh, overwhelmed with emotion. Thank you. First of all, thank you for the last hour. Thank you for highlighting us in our hearts. Thank you for sharing your platform. I hope you guys see what's happened because this is what a real champion looks like. We all share because a rising tide lifts all ship together. We can all literally, it takes all of us. It takes all of us. It takes all of us. But what I wanted to say to every single one of you who just heard that song, I hope you paid attention to the lyrics. If you didn't go look them up, go Google them. Because when I think about those lyrics and I think about you and I think about how hard life is, I think about how hard the journey's been, I think about everything you've been through. And you think about everything you've been through. And if you're honest with yourself, you've been through some stuff and it's heavy. And sometimes you want to throw in the towel. Sometimes you want to give up. Sometimes you can't see be past the current circumstance that you have. What is the condition of your heart? But I want you to know, even when it does not feel like it, there's always a God who cares. And whether you believe it or not, I'm telling you right now, somebody right now is at the end of their rope. Somebody is overwhelmed with emotion right now. Somebody in this room is flooded with tears and they were ready to give up. But you just heard that you are a miracle. And I want to solidify that in your heart, that you are a miracle. You are God's miracle. Good, bad, ugly, all of it's working together. There's a strength that's being built in you by the adversities that you've been through that is all going to make sense one day if you don't give up. Do not grow weary in doing good because in due season, in your season, your season is coming. Don't let anybody tell you it's not. Don't let life tell you it's not. Don't let COVID tell you it's not. Don't let loss tell you it's not. Your season is coming. 
if you don't give up. So don't give up and keep moving forward. Keep believing. Don't stop believing. Keep growing. Keep going. Keep living and loving the life that you live. Even Don't take for granted the moments of difficulty. Don't take those for granted. Don't wish them by because there's valuable seconds in your life you can never get back. Embrace it all and embrace your God-given ambition because you can. I love y'all. Appreciate you. Love you too, love Marcus. You, Marcus. Love, love you, Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.